Hello, welcome to Book Talk. This is your host, Anthony Moirore. At Book Talk, we get to have authors come and tell us about their book. And today we have a great guest with us, and I believe that we are going to enjoy this show. As always, I ask you to share this video with your viewers, with your friends and relatives. And if you want to listen to past episodes or future episodes, you can always go to bookplacemedia.com and you'll find them there. And all the platforms that you listen to your podcasts, you'll find us there. We are on Audible. We are on, uh, name them, the Google Podcast. We are on iTunes and you'll find us there, Book Talk at Bookplace. So without taking much more time, I'm going to introduce our guest today who is going to tell us the book is written and tell us much more about the book. So without taking much, I'm inviting to our show, Steve Boris. Welcome, Steve. Hi, thank you, Anthony. It's a pleasure to be on your show. It's an honor, yes. thank you. Yes, we are honored to have you on our show. And uh, please, uh, can you tell us where you're from? I'm from uh, the United States. I live in Weston, Connecticut. Oh, beautiful. Yes, and we would love to know much more about, um, uh, is that where you were born? Is in Connecticut? Yeah, I was born uh, not too far away. I was uh, born in the Bronx, New okay. York, in New York mm -hmm. City. Mm -hmm. And then I lived on Long Island for a bit, which is uh, not too far from the suburbs of New York City. And then I uh, went to school back in the Bronx at Fordham and then uh, met my wife and uh, we, we raised our family up here in Connecticut. Oh, beautiful. And what do you do? I mean, what's your career right now? Uh, my career for the last uh, 25 years, I've been teaching uh, high school social studies, U.S. history and economics. And uh, I'm also a coach. I've been coaching football for many years, as well as track, baseball, basketball, uh, every level from kindergarten to college. So mm. Mm. Uh, I've been very active. <laughs> Beautiful. So today we have uh, Steve. And as you've heard, uh, Steve is going to share with us his book that he's written. And it's called How to Beat Stalin, Hitler, and the Southern State Parkway. What an interesting title. <laughs> yeah, please. Uh, when did you write this book, if I may ask? I've been thinking about it for a while. Uh, and then it really came together and I, I got it all done during the, the COVID pandemic. Oh. Um, you know, we were all on lockdown. There, were, there was not much else to do. So I had uh, some some uh, a great opportunity there. Also, I wrote it uh, as a way to to try to help. Uh, I saw friends, family members, you know, my children, myself, uh, all struggling with depression during the pandemic and and just uh, losing hope and, and getting depressed. And I thought this would be a way to try to help um, mm. not only people I know but but everybody and try to. Uh, inspire folks to uh, regain hope, mm. to get some passion back, and mm -hmm. to uh, get back in the fight. And that's so beautiful. And I want to imagine this, and there are a lot of people, uh, not only where you are, but even where I am, and I've heard many other stories from elsewhere, who uh, through whatever people have gone through during that period, uh, ended up in very bad situations. Now, it's good to hear 
that even in the dark times, something good can come out of it, such that now you've written a book during one of the toughest times of our present history. That's, that's, a, that's a good story to each and every one of us, those who are listening and those who get to um, listen after we are done. It's a good story to hear that uh, something good can come from a bad side. So, so thank you very much that you took that uh, effort to bring it out, even in your willingness to help those who are going through challenges. And uh, now the stories, why, why the title? Now, because this is an interesting title, How to Beat Starring Hitler and the Southern State, State Parkway. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, ho I hope it would spark some interest, you know, raise some eyebrows or two and get people to say, what, what is this about? Um, mm -hmm. And ultimately the title is, um, you know, in the first part, how to beat, right? Mm -hmm. And the book, uh, the whole book is about how to overcome challenges, okay. how to overcome adversity, you know, and they could be historic challenges that are epic in nature, like how to deal with evil dictators, Mm -hmm. Right. You know, like Stalin and Hitler. And, you know, and certainly today you might say Vladimir Putin would be added to this list now. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, the chaos and chaos and havoc that he's reigning again on the, you know, where I'm from. Uh, my family's from anyway. I'm not from there, but my family, Ukraine. Okay. Um, or it could be uh, other things not as uh, well known, like losing your father, as I did, mm -hmm. uh, on a car, car wreck on the Southern State Parkway. Mm -hmm. uh, it could be dealing with COVID, as we said. It could be mm -hmm. alcohol, struggling with alcohol or drugs. It could be losing your job. It, it could be any, uh, you know, a knee injury that debilitates you. It, you know, it could be any number of things that could bring you down that if you don't get help with, that if you mm -hmm. don't address, mm -hmm. could bring about your demise. Mm. But as you said before, they could also be silver linings. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, there could mm -hmm. be opportunities there. Mm -hmm. um, and and it, there, it's always going to be a constant. There's always going to be the next challenge. There's always going to be the next struggle. Mm -hmm. And what I want folks to realize, no matter how bad it seems or how helpless you, you may feel, there's always hope. Mm -hmm. And you control your reaction to these horrible events. Mm -hmm. e even a Hitler or Stalin. Mm -hmm. um, and. And it's the act of resistance. It's the act of trying to find a way to be successful, to have a good life, is within your grasp. And mm -hmm. it may take a while. Yeah. Some people might need more help than others. But I want everybody to know you, you have control over these things. Yeah, 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 sure. We all have the control of our thoughts, our words, and our actions, which are going to determine the results that we get in our lives despite the challenges that we're going to face. Now, in what setting is, is is the book? I mean, are there stories that you tell and give the lessons, or how do you try to help the reader of the book? Sure. Um, mm -hmm. The beginning, a large portion of the book are conversations I have with my mother, Okay. who is one of the more inspirational peoples I, I've ever met. Mm -hmm. And it starts off with me as a middle school boy, you know, 12, 13 years old, sitting with her uh, at midnight at the kitchen table. Okay. Uh, I'm struggling with depression. I'm struggling with anxiety and fear, uh, basically on the verge of suicide. Mm. 
And she's also struggling as a single mother. As I said, my father passed away. Uh, I was five years old. My sister at the time was two. Okay. And we, you know, went from having a, a nice, you know, emerging life, trying to live the American dream, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of that was smashed, you know, in that one fateful morning. Mm. Um, and, you know, as a mom, she would always try to encourage you, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what moms do. Oh, you're beautiful. You know, I was overweight. I was being bullied mercilessly. I was uh, learning disabled. I, I was flunking out of school. And it really just seemed no hope. I didn't have a father, and I was—I never got, quite got over that. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some other, you know, uh, issues and, and tragedies and nonsense going on. And I, why go on? Why mm-hmm. wake up in the morning? Mm-hmm. And finally, you know, after you know trying to build pump me up, she finally said, "Hey, you know, you're not the only person in this family who's ever had struggle." Mm-hmm. I said, "Well, what are you talking about?" And she goes. Let me tell you about your Ukrainian grandmother, my babcha. Babcha is a Ukrainian word for, for grandmother. Okay. And uh, I only knew her. She actually died in the same car accident as my father. So mm-hmm. I never really got to know her. I only knew her as the lady who made great apple strudel. Mm-hmm. You know, that was her signature dessert as a, as a grandma might have, right? And uh, okay. so what, what is what, what is babcha? You know, what, what adversity does she have in her life? And my mother said, well, she was basically a superhero. Mm-hmm. I said, superhero, what are you talking about? You know, you, you know, I thought she was losing. I thought we might have to take her to the hospital, superhero. And she said, well, when she was your age, or just about, you know, a young teen, uh, she was living in Ukraine. Uh, Family was farming family, as many folks in the Ukraine were back then. Mm -hmm. And her and her family were victims of the Holodomor, Mm -hmm. uh, the great hunger, you know, Stalin's Ukrainian genocide where to break the will and subjugate the Ukrainian people uh, in the Soviet Union, he took all the food out of the country. Mm -hmm. And I mean all the food and and let millions of people starve to death. Uh, You know, and as you can imagine, that's probably one of the worst ways to go, just have to sit and watch your loved ones wither and perish. Mm -hmm. And her and her family survived that. And they survived every day waking up saying, we're going to live one more day. Mm-hmm. Even though they were in some of the most horrific uh, circumstances you could imagine, powerless, mm-hmm. they had the determination that one day they would outlast this. Mm-hmm. And one day the, the family would have a great life again. Mm-hmm. Maybe not them, maybe their children, maybe the grandchildren, me, would, would have uh, a, a wonderful life. And that's how they would beat Stalin. Okay. And that madness of that time, you understand? Mm-hmm. And, and they did it. Not all of them made it. Mm-hmm. But by the end of the whole of the more, they, she was standing strong with, with her family. And they had that hope. And if you have hope, you, you have everything. Yeah. But just as they started to rebuild their lives, Hitler was now master of Germany. Mm-hmm. And in 1939, he starts World War II. Yeah. And a few years later, he invades the Soviet Union uh, in Operation Barbarossa, which was the largest land battle in the history of the world. Mm-hmm. And there's my babcha on the front line yeah. as a young girl. Mm-hmm. And her village is quickly overrun. Mm-hmm. She's separated from her family, never sees another single living family member again, mm-hmm. and is made a slave. Mm-hmm. And that's what people don't always understand about Nazi Germany. You know, yes, the, the, it was the Jewish Holocaust, which was 
horrific to be sure and well documented. But uh, a lot of the Slavic people, the Ukrainians, the Poles, you know, were, were made into slaves. Mm-hmm. And they were going to be next on the list for, mm-hmm. for to be euthanized ultimately. Uh, but they were going to work work them uh, before they, they were going to be put down. Okay. And, and my goodness, I couldn't imagine, you know, my babcha was, was a slave. It's an unthinkable mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And in the camp, she didn't have her family now, who was her, her source of strength uh, during the Holodomor. And fortunately, there were some old women, some uh, the babushkas, the women who wore the headscarves, mm-hmm. came to her rescue. And they saw that this young girl had nobody. Yeah, and they and they saw she was tall and beautiful, which was not an asset when you're surrounded by German prison guards. If mm-hmm. you understand. And they came and they put up a bushka on her. They made her hunch down uh, to hide her beauty, and they smeared her with animal waste mm. to to sort of smell would repel potential, uh, you, know, uh, you know, rapists. And mm-hmm. they took care of her her whole time in that camp okay. when they didn't have to. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to, but they they felt it was the right thing to do. Yeah, uh, she met her husband, man mm-hmm. Eustace, who would become her husband in the camp. And my father was born in, in sla- into slavery in this mm-hmm. camp. Mm-hmm. And when they got out, they had outlasted Hitler uh, and beat yet another evil dictator. Hitler commits suicide. Mm-hmm. They're free, and now they have the chance to start their own life. Okay. They're able to get to the United States. My my grandfather was murdered. He never made it. But okay. when they arrive on uh, the shores of the United States after the war, uh, it's my Bobcha and her two sons. Mm-hmm. She's homeless. She's penniless. She doesn't speak the language, but it was a good start. Okay. That she could now build up the family, mm-hmm. live a good life. And truly beat Stalin and Hitler. Because understand, with those evil dictators, it was about annihilation. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to just kill you. They wanted to erase you from history. Yeah. And, well, how do you beat that? You have a good life. Mm-hmm. And by the time of her death, she had remarried. Mm-hmm. She had a small business. She owned her own home. Okay. And she met four grandchildren. Mm. And when I heard this, and this was somebody who two evil dictators tried to annihilate from history, Mm -hmm. but she refused to let it happen. Mm -hmm. She got help. She took help. Okay. She worked her butt off. And by the time of her death, she had truly won and was successful. Oh, it's a good story. And, um, When I heard this as a 13-year-old, 12, 13-year-old, I'm like, oh, my goodness. If Bobsha could do that, mm-hmm. what could I do? Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and my problems were real, yeah. uh, as your problems might be, whatever yeah. they might be. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, dealing with a pandemic, losing a job. Losing... But it gave me hope. It gave me inspiration that if this young girl could overcome all that evil, perhaps I could, too. Mm-hmm. And that's ultimately what the book is about. Uh, and then it then it gets into my story and what I had to do to try to overcome um, my demons, my mm-hmm. obstacles. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we go on from there. Okay. Now, it's a good thing when we hear of uh, your grandma and where she went through. 
and it's always good when we hear a story of someone who's been through challenges and come out of challenges it encourages us to go on it gives us more hope and i'm i'm, I'm happy that your mother gave you a story to, uh, to 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 put you into position to know that you have the potential to move on like your grandma because the people who lived in the earlier ages they had much more challenges than we do right now as you say when we have slavery we have uh, we, we we didn't have a, a, a communication like we have today i mean so many challenges they had and still they made it through and they gave us a chance to see today oh absolutely mm -hmm. um you know and, and we're facing challenges you know today as well i mean it's history is literally repeating itself in in ukraine right now mm -hmm. the causes of world war ii are repeating themselves right now and, yeah. and you know we, we could if we don't deal with this properly we could be seeing a second holodomor mm -hmm. uh inflicted upon the ukrainian people that's only mm -hmm. 75 years ago yeah 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 yeah. this is an ancient history mm -hmm. um you know so we, we need to wake up to this this is why you know as a history teacher i say we we have to study history you know and history doesn't necessarily repeat itself but it rhymes mm -hmm. you heard that expression Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, I'm absolutely terrified um, at the consequences of what's happening right now as we speak. And, yeah. uh, some, and what is what is uh, the, the actions of the global community going to do? It's, it's, a, very sad, it's a very sad affair, the, the, what, what is happening right now. And we, we just hope that uh, things turn in a good way now, from here henceforth. Otherwise, we don't know what's there tomorrow. Now... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, mm -hmm. as you were saying, you know, these stories can inspire you, right? You know, mm -hmm. oh my goodness. But but how do you actualize that? Mm -hmm. Okay, great. I want I want to be great. I I want to get off the mat. I want to fight. You know, I want to have a nice life. Mm -hmm. But but how do you go about doing that? Mm -hmm. And many times it's finding the right people. Yeah. And my mother immediately uh, pushed me towards American football. Okay you know with, with the tackling and the blocking and all that sort of thing you know different from uh, soccer mm -hmm. as, uh, you know i know you're over in europe right now so we have those cultural differences but um you know and but it applies to any sport yeah it could be any sport for me it was football mm -hmm. and i got on the team as mm -hmm. a young kid and yeah. immediately i found out i was terrible at the sport mm -hmm. um but the captain of the team, you know, we had to run a lap, a big lap all around the school. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do it. I was terribly out of shape. I'd never done exercise before. And uh, I was about to quit. Yeah. And our captain, you know, came in and said, we're going to get through this together. Mm -hmm. and, and he pulled me across the line. And the coach said, hey, you know, nobody is going to get cut off the team. They're not going to kick anybody off as long as you try. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be part of our family. Mm -hmm. And the slogan for the team was brothers forever. Yeah. So that when you joined, you you were part of this football family mm. and the coaches and everybody was going to have the right attitude. And, and yes, they were going to train you how to win a game. But what they were really teaching you was how to be successful for life. Okay. And, and if you apply those values, you know, you can be a great father, husband, businessman, community leader, politician, whatever it might be, it, it's all mm -hmm. the same principle. Mm -hmm. And 
being on this team and with these great men transformed me. Mm. I, I went from uh, struggling and, and, you know, couldn't get out of my own way to starting to become successful. Mm -hmm. And also at the same time, my mother started setting goals, showed mm -hmm. me how to set goals. and plan. Yeah. Some people say, I, I can't go anywhere. Well, you, do you have a map? Do you have a plan? Mm -hmm. And so sitting at the table at midnight, she started to come up with these crazy plans that I was going to go to a great university and play football and, you know, get married and, and all these crazy things that if you saw me at that time, you mm -hmm. would think she was out of her mind. You mm -hmm. might have to call the ambulance or something. My mother, Norma, she's lost it. But she said, why not? Mm -hmm. Why not you? And every day we took steps. I got teachers, uh, a special education teacher who helped me, uh, showed me how to learn, how to overcome my disabilities. Mm -hmm. who would give me a hug or give me a kick in the butt. Yeah. Uh, or sometimes both at the same time, you know, whenever you needed that motivation. And as we were getting closer to, to graduation, I wasn't the fat kid. I was now the captain of the team. And mm -hmm. uh, I was on the verge of getting, going to go play at a, at a university. And all the dreams were about to come true. Mm -hmm. And that's when my mother's killed in a tragic car accident. Oh, uh, similar to my father. This was a seven 11. I could have extended the title to a Southern state parkway in seven 11, which is a, like a grocery store. I don't know if they mm. have them over in Greece where you are mm -hmm. or uh, Kenya, but, um, what do you do now? Mm. And that's the purpose of this book. When tragedy strikes again, mm. what do you do? How do you pick up the pieces? How do you fight on? And that's what I wanted to help people um, be inspired by is that, you know, the, these tragedies, similar, yeah, always going to happen. Mm -hmm. But you always control your reaction to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's interesting when you, what, when you mentioned this about losing your father and then losing your mother. Now, this is a life that is full uh, of those reoccurring things. I mean, you deal with a challenge and you overcome it. You think you're through and then you meet with a, another challenge ahead. So you got to be prepared. I mean, this life is full of challenges. Imagining the fact that um, not, of us, not in, in, any of us is here to stay. We are all passers by here. So at one time or the other, you lose a father, you lose a mother, you lose someone else, a friend, and you've got to be strong. You've got to have a strong will to keep on moving and um, keep on living well. Absolutely. And then mm -hmm. the other part of it is when you see somebody else having a challenge, mm -hmm. what are you going to do? Um, I only survived because I had so many great teachers and coaches and neighbors and pitching in mm -hmm. when they didn't have to. Yeah. Just like my, my grandmother, my Bobcha did. Mm -hmm. And when, what are you going to do when you see somebody down, you know, and it could be something epic. Somebody loses uh, their house, they lose their home. Right. Mm -hmm. Or it could just be a friend struggling with uh, a divorce, mm -hmm. you know, or, or some other, which can, if, if they don't get the love and support, 
can lead to suicide, can lead to bigger problems, can lead to the demise. Yeah. Uh, it could be so, so something instead of, you know, calling a friend who you haven't seen. Hey, how mm -hmm. are you? Mm -hmm. Letting that person know I love you, I care about you. Yeah. You know, that we're all in this together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's very important. It's very, very important. And um, the fact that you mentioned if someone has gone through a dark time and come out of it, that's the best person to share the story to you because you're going to believe it. And because he has the experience of coming out of the dark, so he, he can guide you how to come out of the, uh, of the dark. So I, I believe your story is going to help a lot of people having gone through that and taking that challenge to share it to the world so that it can help someone out there as they are going through what they are going through. So once again, we really appreciate you. And um, uh, what what story, what, what other story? I mean, apart from now the, losing your father your, your, uh, and then your mother consequently, uh, what other challenges may, might you have shared uh, that someone may be interested to hear in that book that is? Um, you know, it also talks about my sister mm -hmm. um, and how, even though we were born to the same parents, lived in the same house, we both went on different paths ah. and how you can react to terrible events differently mm -hmm. and how you have control over those things. Mm -hmm. um, my mother had a, a great saying she always shared with me and I really took to heart. You can have what you want, or you can have excuses. Yeah, that's a good one. And, you know, I had some great excuses to quit, mm -hmm. to, to never accomplish anything. And when I say accomplish, it doesn't mean you have to go and become president of what of the, you know, or, or a billionaire and go to outer space. You know, I'm talking about have a nice life. Yeah. Have a loving life where you participate in the community and, and you take care of people and, and you, you are happy, mm -hmm. you know, and, well, you could be miserable. Mm -hmm. I, I could have said, well, I have a learning the problem. Uh, I'm sad. I lost my parents, mm -hmm. you know, and I could have done nothing. I could have crawled into a bottle mm -hmm. or, you know, and everybody would have been very sympathetic. Yeah. 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 They would have, oh, well, they're, you know, we understand why you, and, and my babcha could have, my grandmother could have done the same thing. Mm -hmm. I've, Stalin and Hitler and all this, or you can choose to fight on, mm -hmm. you know, and me and my sister, while we had a lot of similarities, um, some circumstances were also different. Yeah. Where I, I tried out for sports uh, and there was the football team kept you no matter what mm -hmm. she tried out for, and, and she got cut. Okay. And then she went on a, and did not have that love and support of a sports family and had a much very uh, different experience and different life outcome, which we mm -hmm. talk about in the book. Mm -hmm. um, and just about getting in the right situations and around positive people. Mm -hmm. Right? Would you say that's important, you know, having the right uh, folks around? And it doesn't have to be a sport. Like my daughter, you know, she's 19 and, and in high school, you know, she wasn't an athlete. She didn't enjoy uh you know, that sort of, she got into theater. Yeah. 
and singing. And I'll tell you what, it's the same principles. Mm. It's the same principles. Uh, so whatever it is, you know, you're struggling, you have to be around the right people, mm. um, teaching the right things and giving you the love and support. But you also have to be willing to work. You know, sometimes the opportunity is right under your nose. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you can't see it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Or you're too afraid to 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 go. Yeah. And you'll say, well, no, no, I can't do that. I'm, I have this problem, that problem. I, that couldn't possibly work. Mm -hmm. hey, it might not. Mm -hmm. But if you don't try, then it's guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we really thank you for sharing with us this story. And uh, I think we could be having some comments, but I can't access right now. Let me check. Maybe I'll see. Um, wait one minute. Um, no, I can't access the comments that could be there right now. But uh, anyway, we thank those people who have uh, been watching and those people who get to listen to it after we are through with the show we really appreciate your viewership and we ask you to go and get the book and the book is how to beat stalin hitler and the southern state parkway by steve boris the one we are talking with right now and where can they get the book uh you can look for it on amazon or barnes and noble mm -hmm. as well as apple or itunes as well Ah, beautiful. And it's through my publisher, uh, Page Publishing. They can direct you to how to get that as well. Okay, and we'll share that link on the video uh, so that people can just uh, go and click it and follow it uh, to where it is and buy it. And uh, I, I like now that uh, apart from joining f football or soccer, whatever you may call it, where the listener may call it, you uh, went a step higher and started coaching and it's just like the same thing that you're doing with sharing sh uh, sharing with us the the book the stories in the book such that you look back and give back to the society that um, encouraged you that gave you hope how has it been in your coaching do, do you have you been meeting also other people with the challenges not only these ones that we are talking about in, in oh football. yeah yeah, mm -hmm. yeah there, there's always, you know, kids who, who need that, that extra support and love. Mm. And, you know, there's been many times and there's some stories in the book about some kids who I've had a chance to help in one way. And there's probably many more who I don't know mm. who help, you know, who, okay. who may, you know, who just became a uh, hopefully a better father or a husband because of some of the lessons that me and the other coaches got to teach. Mm. You know, and uh, we always say we don't know if there if the season has been successful. You know, people measure the season. Did we have a winning season or a losing? Did we win the championship? Yeah. You know, I always say we're not going to know uh, until maybe 10, 15 years later. Did those kids grow up to be good fathers and husbands and, and community members? Mm. Right. Did, did, did they figure out, hey, we're not just playing a game here. We're trying to teach you uh, life lessons. Yeah. And, and and it's not many of us who view things in that aspect. I mean, we want instant grati uh, gratification. I want uh, things that I'm going to experience and uh, observe today. We forget that there is a tomorrow and we should 
continue planting, we should continue encouraging, we, we should continue pouring into people, despite us, uh, whether we are seeing the results right now or whether we are not seeing the results right now, because um, it, it takes a day at a time, adding from uh, adding one thing unto the other, and then they compile to bring out a good individual, a good society, and uh, who have good families all around them. It, it's a day at a time. So I agree with you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but we, we also like to win, though. We want to win the game. Oh, yeah. Hey, all of us, we, we, do, we do want to win. All of, all of us want to win. But, but the thing is, as you say, to remember that whether we win or lose, we have gained a lesson that we sure. should keep for, for a lifetime. Absolutely, yeah. I agree. Uh huh. So, how big is your book, if I may ask? Oh, how long? It's about two hundred and twenty pages or so. Okay. Mm, good. So that's. But I've heard people have said that once they they pick it up, it's uh, very engaging. Yeah. And you get to uh, you can read it in about a day or two. So. Oh yeah. If 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 there are the stories that you have just told us, then it could be really en engaging and someone would want to hear more and uh, draw the lessons therein. So, yeah. Uh, as, a, as a teacher, I've learned uh, to try to be as entertaining as possible, otherwise the students fall asleep. So I tried, <laughs> to, I tried to make the book very entertaining. And I oh, yeah, okay. The people go to bed on me. Tell us a joke that is in the book, <laughs> or uh, an entertaining story that is in the book. One. Oh, you want to hear you want to hear a, a joke? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that could be in the book. Sure. Um, let's see. What's a good one? It's uh, uh, a good joke would be um, that we actually share to kind of talk about religion. Do you want to get into religion at all? Or is that something you you shy away from? We we, we can talk. We can talk. That's, I'm that's not about. And you can insert whatever. <clears throat> priest, rabbi, imam, yeah. into the story, whatever you wish, kind mm -hmm. of works for any uh, culture. But there's a a priest who's uh, along, the whose church is along the river, mm -hmm. and there's a terrible flood. And uh, the first floor of the church is, is flooded, and a rescue boat comes. Mm -hmm. And they say, Father, get into the boat, we're here to rescue. And he says, no, no, the, the God will provide. Mm -hmm. And the flood gets higher, and now... Oh my goodness, a second boat comes to rescue. They say, come on, get in the boat. We're here to rescue you. And they said, no, no, mm -hmm. the Lord will provide. And now he's on the roof and a helicopter comes. Uh, and they say, hey, this is the last chance. And he says, no, no, the Lord will provide it. And then mm -hmm. he drowns, he dies. Mm -hmm. and he goes to heaven and he speaks to God. And he said, God, I've been a great man. I've, you know, I've done everything you've asked. I've been a holy man. Why didn't you provide? Mm -hmm. God says, what are you talking about? I sent two boats and a helicopter. You get it? <laughs> and uh, you know, that's kind of what the book is about. It's about opportunities. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. and realizing, you know, for, for religious folk or, you know, that when you get those opportunities, well, where are those opportunities coming from? Mm. You know, uh, this is uh, your chance uh, to uh, take uh, advantage. Yeah. Uh, you know, you could say the universe... Uh -huh. You know, I know there's a lot of people with a lot of diverse beliefs and everything like that. Um, 
but you know when when those opportunities come they're they're coming for a reason mm. you know even when the tragedies come yeah they're coming for, they're, they're making you stronger you're learning something mm. and ultimately i believe you know we're here to learn and and i like the fact that that is more than than just a joke i mean it reminds us that uh, when we were created god gave us everything and then they gave us uh, uh, he gave us the dominion over the earth he gave us the freedom and the choice to use our thoughts and implement what we think i mean i'm not going to sit down all day waiting for some plants to grow in my garden i've got to get out there in the garden go put seeds in the in the ground and uh, yes. watch watch the plants as they are growing up protect them from wildlife and things like that otherwise mm -hmm. not going to have anything to eat by the end of the season so absolutely it's, it's your choice yeah it's your choice and it is a matter of uh, looking around and seeing the boats that god sends uh, to rescue me mm -hmm. yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. And uh, to those who are watching, those who will watch after we are through, those who will hear on the platforms that we are going to share it, uh, Boris could just have been sent to give you this book to give you a hope for tomorrow. That's another book. So grab it. Don't ask God some questions ahead. <laughs> very good. <laughs> yeah, so we are really honored to have you. Thank you very much. Before you go, say something that we should always remember and then we are going to end the show. Very good. Um, I just want you to know that the bad things that are happening to you aren't fair. Um, it may not be your fault. It's probably not your fault, but we are loved. I want you to get the help that you need and I want you to know we're all going to get through this together. Mm, thank you very much. We are in this together. So if you're out there and you're going through something, don't be silent. Reach out to someone, ask for help. And uh, you'll be surprised at how close you are to the help that you may be needing. So once again, we thank Steve Boris for coming and sharing with us his book and uh, his wisdom and his stories and entertaining us through the show. Thank you very much, Steve. Thank you, sir. It was a pleasure. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Thank you. Bye for now. Bye-bye.